The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. All right, dude, 1 o'clock, most important game of the week, Giants-Saints. You know my feelings on it, Jerry. I think the Giants get out of here with a last-second win, and they go 1-3 and three, uh, and get ready for Dallas. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I might be crazy, but that's what I'm going with. I hope you're right, but I think you're wrong. 0-4, uh, unfortunately. And if you thought it was bad this week, it's going to be even worse next week. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider Newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. It's a victory Monday, buddy. Lots to talk about in this one. I, the, the range of emotions I felt yesterday, dude. Mm. I mean, I was ready to blow the whole thing up. And then by the end of the game, I'm like, okay, here's where we are. I'm still not happy with the defense. We have a franchise quarterback. Saquon's back. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude, we I, I went all over the place in this one. Yeah. And uh, look, we, we put it on Twitter a few times. Yeah. I mean, we people reached out via instant message, about 60 what? of them apparently. Chris, you called it. Oh. <laughs> I got to win. Yeah, I got a lot. we got a lot of direct messages. <laughs> oh, my God. It was funny. It was yeah. like, holy shit, Chris. <laughs> well, look, Jerry, uh, it's not like I'm Nostradamus or anything. Um, no. and, if, and if I could pick these games like that, I'd be living in a mansion in Hawaii somewhere. So let's. You know, but I, look, we talked about it. I, I just like the matchups. I wasn't impressed with the Saints watching them on film and yeah. watching what they were doing the first three games. So I thought the Giants had a good chance. And it was weird, Jerry. It was very strange. Because even when they were down 21-10, mm-hmm. I didn't think the game was over. It was the mm-hmm. weird. Usually, like, you they'll, they'll like, like say, for instance, say they're losing 28-17 in the fourth quarter for Sunday against Dallas. I'll, I'm going to be like, it's over, you know? Mm-hmm. This week, this past Sunday... I just, even when it was 21 10, dude, I said, this game's not over. I just had that feeling that the Giants were going to strike. And uh, the defense, the much maligned defense, did come up big twice in the fourth quarter. They got two stops when they needed it, which is a rarity, right, Jerry? We all know. Oh, they haven't got any big stops. Um, <laughs> we'll obviously get into them and their horrific play in a little while as we move along here. And uh, <laughs> But they did get two stops in the fourth quarter. They gave the offense a shot. They came back. And, uh, you know, then he got some big plays in the overtime. Um, let me ask you this, Jerry. When they won the toss in overtime with Peppers, was hysterical. But when they won the yeah, toss in overtime, did you think they were just yes. going to march down the field and score? I felt very good about right. it at that point. But I, right. I did not mm-hmm. feel like you did at 21-10. And I'm not a downer. I just – I'm sure the, I'm the only idiot that did. No, nah, dude. When it was 7 – when it was 14-7, and we'll, we'll get into it, but the the play call second and goal from the two um <laughs> i thought i was gonna have a heart attack I, I i thought this is it this is the big one i'm done i i because i i couldn't believe what i just saw right and then that you know the, that was after the Taysom hill touchdown where if i never watched a football game before i would think Taysom hill was going to make the top 50 of the greatest athletes of the 21st century like you had that countdown in the 20th century like you knew they knew he was getting the ball when when he's in he's running and we couldn't stop him. And I just thought to myself, if I never watched a football game, I would have thought this guy was the best player in the league yesterday. Uh, and it was 21-10, and I thought, we can't stop anything. We can't get anything going. They're killing us in time of possession. I did not feel the way you did. I, I'm amazed that you did. Uh, but you know what? Turned out you were right, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it worked out for the Giants. You know, and There's a few things uh, uh, as we start getting into that. I want to yeah. point out. So I put a tweet out last night. I'm thinking about it. And I put this tweet out. I said, well, I have a feel a lot of people are like, Chris, what's wrong with you? It was Saquon. It was Daniel. It was Galladay. It was Tom. Mm. And I put out, you know what the real MVP of this game is? Mm. Great call, by the way. Um, offensive line coach Rob Sale. Yep. Um, and people agree with me, right, Jerry? I mean, there's like a lot of likes. I, I thought people were going to be like, are you out of your mind? Mm. You know, it should be Daniel Jones. But I think people got this. They got the idea what I was getting at, right? So Daniel, 
First off, how did Daniel look when he had a little time? By the oh, way? like a franchise quarterback. Thank you. Two, so the ju- I actually asked Judge about this today. You know, so they're on their fourth guard. Four games, four guards. Left guards. I'm sorry, Jerry. Four left. Yeah, no, t- right? tenth lineman altogether. Yeah. Right. They're on their second center. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, you looked at that line yesterday. You wouldn't know it. No. Communication. Go. I asked Judge about communication today, and I asked him about Matt Skura. Mm. Um, we'll get into Skura a little bit. Um, but I thought the communication really went well. I thought they did a heck of a job. Now there was a few twists they were a little late picking up on, but no sacks allowed, zero sacks allowed. About ten pressures, whatever. It happens during a game. A couple of hits, you know, all that. But Cameron Jordan did not blow the game up. The other guy, the former chief to Sasagi, and I, I'm not going to attempt to yeah, say his name, was quiet. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and with the, you know, they threw Matt Skurr in during a week. He got the reps. Yeah. And he did a heck of a job. Now, let's, you know, let's not forget one thing about Matt Skurr. <clears throat> he's not a tomato. This guy's <laughs> he's played a lot of football in this league. <laughs> and he's played for the Ravens in the playoffs. I mean, he was a good center right. about three years ago. Lost his job, you know, a little bit um, to Bradley Bozeman. And then they released, they moved on from him. But this is not a tomato here. This is a solid player. He's a pretty good player, Matthew. And he showed it yesterday. But the point being, Jerry, is that, you know, this is a lot of, what, 10 different combinations, Jerry, whatever you just said, right? And Rob Sale is handling it pretty smoothly. And you know what? Andrew Thomas is playing at a Pro Bowl level. You know, I always say this when I read your tweets after I write something, it feels better because it feels like I at least didn't plagiarize it, right? We don't, Chris and I, we always take it this we don't talk no, much. We have no idea game. what the hell we're going to write. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I write it after the game's over on a writing week, especially one, that, yeah. <laughs> right. The one thing I wrote was that I loved his hand placement yesterday, and you said it, right? right. His hand placement, his balance, everything was awesome. And then you see you say it, and you see Baldinger say it, mm. and, and it's, it's validated. Like, the kid now looks like a fourth overall pick. I just got chilled by that. He looks like a fourth overall pick. I'm so excited. But he looks good now, Andrew Thomas. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, Jerry. Yeah. You look at Andrew this year, and, um, it, well, we look, I talked about a lot in, in training camp, right, Jerry? Yes. The kid's having a solid camp. And then yep. that thing happened against New England, and everybody yep. was like, oh, you know, the, the, the walls came in, right? I exactly mean, exactly what I wrote, actually. I said, Chris talked about him all training camp, and then everyone panicked. When they saw that Patriots right. game, and, including me, I was like, "Oh God, oh, this ain't good. This ain't a good look," you know. Yep. So, yeah. But it was like a little hiccup, right? It was a little hiccup. Yeah. But you look at Andrew, and look, I talked about this, but I also say there's no excuses. So when you play injured, there's no excuses. Even sure. if your production, excuse me, isn't as good as it should be, yep. there's no excuses. This is football, by the way. If you're out there, you have to perform, right? Yeah. Yep. But that being said, he was playing on a bad wheel. That needed surgery after the season. Yeah. Now he has some up. Now that bad ankle, you know, sometimes that makes you. It's like a correlation of not getting out set quick because he's having a hard time on it. Yeah, good point. And that knocks out a little bit of the other mechanics. Now I'm not making excuses for Andrew. I'm really not. And he doesn't make excuses either, by the way. Okay. He's he's he. You know, he's a very stand up type dude. Yeah. Um, but you see, Jerry, the balance. The quickness in his feet, the way he's setting quick, yeah. striking those hands out. Yeah. Rob Sale's done a hell of a job with this yeah, guy, he man. He really is. Pat Flaherty has done oh, – let's not forget Pat Flaherty, old-time offensive line coach. Yep. Ben Wilkerson, assistant coach. You know, I'm not going to just say it's Sale. It's Big Ben. Mm-hmm. You got Flaherty. They're doing a hell of a job with this guy, man. I mean, yeah. you looked at him. So I'm looking at it on film yesterday, and I'm saying, wow, look at the way he's coming out and striking with his hands. And like you said, Jerry, it, it kind of makes you feel. And then you see Baldinger this morning, right? And I, that's why I put it on Twitter. Hey, listen, if you don't want to take my word for it, right? He, this guy's the best in the business at breaking this down. Go ahead, yeah. he's yeah. saying the same freaking thing. I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And you see Andrew, he's getting out, he's getting those sets quick, and he's striking with the hands, and he's dominant. I don't want to say dominant, but he's just winning his battles, Jerry. Well, yeah, you know? I, right. And, and we mm-hmm. want to say that, but he looks like the kid that we, you know, that we were expecting with a fourth mm-hmm. overall pick. Like last year, it was well, he's the worst of the four tackles that were taken, and he was and, right. Yeah. And now you're you're seeing like, oh wow, this is why. Okay, mm-hmm. this was the talent 
And when we had yeah. Syverson on last year, the one thing he said was he has the highest upside. And now you're seeing the coaching work with him, like you said, kind of injury free. And uh, this is this is uh, he looks like a dominant left tackle right now. Jerry, in four games, he's only given up six pressures. Yeah, no yeah. sacks, yeah. six pressures, dude. Um, unbelievable. In four games. Yeah, that's Pro Bowl type numbers. Yeah. He's playing at a Pro Bowl level right now. And you saw, you know what? And I'm watching it last night. I should have put this on Twitter. Baldy beat me to it today. <laughs> yeah. You see how he's striking and get on run on his run on the run plays, and he's striking and getting into the second level. Boom. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting boom, getting into the second level. Yeah. And it's impressive. So that's one reason. I, to me, Jerry, that's the main reason why this line has settled down a lot and has played well the last few weeks. Andrew Thomas has been a rock at left tackle, dude. Yeah, he has, and I want to bring up another name for you. Um, we were all expecting Matt Parrott to be the right tackle. It didn't work yeah. out. Uh, and not many complaints about Nate Solder right now, dude. No. He, look, he's playing better than expected. Right. Now, is he playing a very sound right tackle? No. He, and he's, you know, he's, he gives up a hit last night, some pressures. He's given up a few sacks. But, but, after what we saw a couple years ago, Right. He was horrific. Right. So he's not horrific at right tackle. He's doing or right. he's doing his job for the yeah. most part. Now you remember Jerry, you asked me about him and you know, what do we think? You know, and I did say, look, look for a better soldier this year. Remember that? Yeah, because of the year off. I said well, two things: the year off, body heals. Okay, you know he's been around a long time, Nate. And two, he's another guy that was playing on a bad wheel. Yeah. In 2019. And he got that repaired, cleaned up, and he's playing better. You know, he's not a catastrophe right tackle. He's doing the job for the most part. Right, Jerry? Right. Will Hernandez is basically somewhat doing the job. He's doing some things on screens. He's getting to the second level on some runs. He opened up that uh, hole, him and um, and Nate opened up that last hole for Saquon in overtime. They got Saquon in. And we're going to get to yeah. Saquon a little bit in yeah. a few minutes. But, Jerry, look. Everybody was worried about the offensive line. And then Lemieux goes down and Nick goes down, Gates, with a broken leg. And we were like, it's over, right? I mean, we were like, dude, what are we going to get? Right. They have been the biggest surprise on this team. If you told me early in the year mm-hmm. that the, the quarterback in the line would be okay, I'd say mm-hmm. we sh- we'd be 3-1. and one. And we should be. And that's the funny thing. When you, start, when you win a game, you're like, ah, we should have beat Washington. Should have beat Atlanta. And, and should have, would have, could have. But... If you told me that early on, I, I would have said, oh, my God, this team's going to be three and one, maybe four and oh, because the defense will be fine. Obviously not the case. But, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, you said a mouthful. The, the, the offensive line is holding up way better, way better than expected. I thought this would be the Achilles heel of the team. And Jerry, me, you, and I think everybody else in this yeah. pl- on the planet thought that was going to, you know. Yeah. And right now they haven't been. Well, and one of the main reasons is absolutely we just talked about Andrew Thomas. I mean, you know, the, when you have a rock solid left tackle, dude, the, you know, and the communication, you know, you, you you know, Andrew Thomas has been next to four different guys in four games. Unbelievable. So, I credit Sale, Wilkerson, Pat Flaherty. Right now, they're doing a heck of a job with this line, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, they played a good game yesterday. You know, could we could we improve a little bit with some run blocking? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, we could. You know, no question about it. But all I could say is Daniel got some time yesterday. <laughs> And how did Daniel look, brother? It looked incredible. Incredible. Now, they look, you got to play to strengths, Jerry. They took shots down the field. Five plus 20 plus yards attempt, right? Mm-hmm. 20 or more. Five attempts. That's what you want to see, Jerry. You know, this isn't street ball. When I'm in Brooklyn, play, you know, everything's a damn vertical. All right, run down to the, the fire hydrant on 38th Street. I'll throw you a bomb every play. <laughs> no, this isn't street football. Okay. That's what you're looking for, Jerry. Those three to five verticals. So you, you know? Yeah. The Saquon was really lined them up outside. Yeah. And they thought they had something on Marshawn Lattimore, and they weren't sure it was going to be there. And it was. Lattimore, you know, Saquon picked up something that Lattimore was doing. He was biting on an outs, and they felt they could do something, and it connected. Now, once he I, was – Real quick, because I was surprised it was on their best corner. I, I, I didn't see how that happened. Yeah, so uh, Marshawn was kind of in that zone, and, you know, and he was thinking, he was looking to bite up yeah. 
Saquon got behind him. Daniel hit him with a perfect pass, and then Marcus Williams had no chance in the open field yeah. on Saquon. Now let's talk about Saquon one second uh, for a little bit, Jerry, if, if I may. Um, late in the second quarter, he did some dancing, spinning on us, and I put it out there. Enough with the spinning now, all right? Yeah, yeah. Jerry, it seemed to me that late in that second quarter, I think after that drive, he went to the sideline and said to himself, I am going to be mother effing determined now. I am going to hit these damn holes. Yeah. And I am going to go watch me now. Yeah. Because it seemed like, Jerry, tell me if I'm wrong, dude. Mm-hmm. It seemed like late in that first half, after that little spin again, he had nowhere to go, but still, he was trying to spin his crap and all that stuff. That all of a sudden, he was blasting into holes, dude. There was one run I noticed in particular. I think it was an eight yard gain to the outside where he ran outside. And the corner came up, and then he, real quick he he juked him and got around him for like two more yards and ran to the sideline, and flipped the ball. And the way he did the whole thing, mm-hmm. cutting to the outside and then faking the cornerback, and the it looked like he's just a, a more confident runner. I, I forget what play it was and and where it was in the game, but it was either the second or third quarter. And I thought maybe he's back now. So it's funny you say that because there was one run where I noticed it. And I thought, right, you know what? He's looking like the old Saquon on that one. And then from there right. he, he went. From what I understand, he gave a nice, fiery halftime speech. I found out from somebody, he gave a nice, fiery halftime speech. Yeah. Uh, he was like, enough of this crap. We got to go out, you know, and do his thing. He yeah. was determined, dude. He admitted after the game that he's starting to feel like himself now. Yeah. All right? Um, I thought it took three and a half games, basically right up to that halftime mark, and he said, I'm here now. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. And he started, even an overtime run, Jerry, he, you know, he, he cut to the right a little bit, saw that hole open, boom. No dancing, boom. Yeah. Hit it. I I, I, I like the 18-yard the play when it was either second and 14, I think. We got the first, but before, before the fumble, right, right there, I thought this game's over. Then, of course, he fumbled. <laughs> we recovered it. But yeah. that run, That's I all thought, right. all right, I thought yeah. that run, I thought, all right, you know what? He's back, baby. He's back. Yeah, I, I thought, first off, uh, um, that was a, I thought that was a great call by Jason Garrett. Yeah. That's second and 18. Okay? Yeah. Great film study. Great understanding of what the coordinator wants to do. Now, when you watch the Saints on film, Dennis Allen could be very aggressive. Very aggressive. And when he's in second and third and long, he just doesn't sit back in a cover two. A lot of times, he'll come after you. And you know what? Jason Garrett, he... Hat he sort of goes, they're gonna come after us on the second and 18. They did yeah, they yeah. five, they banged that little screen out. Will Hernandez got out, did a great job. And he, and and Jason Garrett, get look, Jerry Garrett does a lot of things. We pointed out, we say a lot of things. He's a punching bag, I get it. But you think that me and you are gonna sit here and have some effing agenda and no. say, Well, you know what, he got lucky in that call because he stinks the other day. I mean, that's idiotic. When he does good things, when he calls a good game, we like you just said, you almost wanted to kick, put your foot through the television in that jet sweep, right? With yeah, the issue I had with Garrett yesterday was that in the it was seemed like the fourth quarters when he really started to attack. I know he threw the the long pass to, to Ross the first touchdown, but it just seemed like he was it, there was no flow to it early on. And I know the Saints had the ball a long time; they had thirty seven minutes had the ball. We had it twenty three, yeah. and that included the overtime. So, you know, they, they really had the, the ball. I'm sorry. Yeah. They had 37. Yeah. We had it. They had it a long time. Um, but I just felt like he really didn't get going until later. That that jet sweep, I just talk about just getting cute. It's like, Jason, come on, don't do that. And then the third down throw really should have been intercepted. Uh, Lattimore should have picked it off, the one to Rudolph. But mm-hmm. you're right. We don't have an agenda. We we want <laughs> we always say this, like, I want Evan Ingram to do well. I'm still rooting for him. I want Jason Garrett to do well. But when he doesn't, we call it out. That's all. Yeah, and uh, and he did a lot of good things yesterday, Garrett. Uh, you know, this ain't the first time we saw him get kind of cute down there too. No, right, right, Jerry, that right. stupid jet sweep. The problem is it. when it works, he does it again. It worked against Dallas like two years. Like I don't know if it was, <laughs> I don't know if it was last year. It worked before, and it's like he. he I think he thinks like oh, I'm doing that again. Like come on, you have Saquon, you have Gallant, you have so many weapons. What are you yeah. running a, a tight end jet sweep for anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, it was a horrific call. Yeah. Didn't work out. Uh, yeah, we know that. And that, that's what drives you crazy about the guy. Really, yeah. seriously, yeah. that's what drives you crazy, right? Yeah. But, you know, Jerry, how was? How did you like Kadarius Tony's feet? Oh, man. I thought to myself, 
like we've been saying, if you're going to spend a first round pick on a kid, and I, we know that he had an injury, we know that he had COVID, he took a while to get going. But like you said, it was like, all right, dude, let's go, get him going, guys. Yeah. And this is why, okay, this is why we spent a first round pick on him. My God, he is electric when he gets the ball. I was going to say, dude, welcome to the Giants, John Ross and Kadarius Tony, baby. I mean, Kadarius Tony is a legit weapon. Yeah. I mean, legit. What was that one play? It was like third and 15. Third, he got, third and 18. And he lowered his shoulder, got to the sticks. Now, Kadarius, we all know, hasn't gotten off to a good start in this organization, but he's getting it now, okay? But I always said something. I told you this back. I said, this kid's got a will to win. This kid wants to win. This kid will run through a wall to win a game. I like yeah. that about the athlete. Now, some of the other, other stuff, you know, wasn't it was rocky. You know, COVID, the media clowns, you know, this and that, you know, the, on the sideline against Washington, can't have that crap, right? Right. But did you see the way he lowered his shoulder and got those? Oh, like yeah, he, dude. he just didn't collapse, Jerry. Right. You know, like, all right, I'm done here. Uh, right. Fourth and did it, you know. He did it a couple times. Did it a few yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? That kid saw the sticks and he wanted to get to the sticks, dude. I've mm-hmm. seen plenty of receivers just drop there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now you got fourth and two instead of first down. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 So determination, this kid. You, his foot movement is re, ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. It really is. He makes guys miss. Yeah. Giants got him the ball. What do you have? Six catches yesterday, five catches. They got him the ball. They got Galdi the ball. Galdi averaged like 20 a catch. Real physical. Okay. Um, yep. He showed that yesterday. Michael Jenkins tried to hit him, and Kenny Galdi basically lowered his shoulder. And Which was Jenkins bounced off him. As somebody who has killed us for years, I love seeing it, man. So, <laughs> hey. A real good effort as far as the offense. Down 21-10. They hit the big play to Saquon. Let's not forget how big that two-point conversion was, right? Mm. With Daniel. Oh, it was he, nice, too. He gets in because they don't win if he doesn't get that. Right. right? He gets in. They go down the field. They get a stop. They go down. They tie it up. Gano, who had a rare miss. Gano kicks the game-time field goal. They win the toss, and, and the rest is history. Um, So, look, the, Jerry, the offense, 485 yards, Right. Daniel throws for 405. Yeah, well, it's funny was he, the tweet was he hasn't thrown for 300 since Pat Shermer. And then when they open it up for him, look what he can do. Yeah, they attacked more. Obviously, Ross is a vertical threat. They 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 hit John Ross and the thing. And, you know, but John also came up big in that last drive with a couple he of did. comeback routes. You know, he so, did, and I, and I didn't and know so, he had that in him, Chris. To be honest right. with you, I just thought so, he was a burner. Yeah, well, he basically was for the Bengals, Jerry. Yeah. You know, it's not much of a route tree with Ross, but right. he did. <laughs> right. He did come back, made some big plays. You know, yeah. and, and he overtime Galladay with the big play. And here's the thing, Jerry, I, I want to point out too, and, and you know me now a long time, Jerry. What drives me ballistic is one is when you look at a team that you're playing, right, Jerry? And two things: either they have a rookie corner going, or or Jerry, or a corner gets hurt during the game and you don't attack them. Right. That is pet peeve of mine. That, Jerry, that drives me ballistic where you don't attack a kid that comes in, somebody gets injured, or you have a rookie starting and he's struggling. Right. So I put it out this week. I said, got to go after this kid, right, Jerry? Got to go. Well, dude, nine, they targeted him nine times, three in the overtime. They went after the kid. Obviously, you're not going to go after Latimer. Latimer was one of the top corners, you know? They were smart, you know, Jerry Jones identified part of the game plan. We're gonna go after this kid. They did, it worked out. That's coaching, brother. I mean, yeah. that's what you have to do, brother. You know what I mean? What, what was it? The, it was the it always seemed like that happened to us, right? It was the opener of two thousand, I think it was two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen. Nineteen. The the no oh, eighteen, the DeAndre nineteen, sorry, the DeAndre Baker draft where Dallas just went after him that whole, like, first oh, quarter. Yeah. And they said, right, they got to get him out. You got to get him out. Right, right, and right. it just seemed like it always happened to us, and we never did it, right? Or they would find, I don't know, dude, Grant Haley, and they would pick on him. But you said it last week. They didn't really do it against Atlanta. Their, their slot corner was struggling. And you were like, come on, attack, attack. What are you doing? So that's that's the maddening part of Jason Garrett. Right. Um. So great job of doing that. Uh, God, they played really well. Uh. So the offense, offensive line, we went over it. Saquon, yeah, Saquon's a big was a big factor in the second half, and and um, the offense. Look, almost 500 yards of offense. It gets a pretty good look. That's that's a pretty good defense out there. That's not. Yeah, a, it is. 
That's a, that's not a bad defense, brother. You know, yeah. uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, Jerry. Hey, Chris, before we go to defense, guys, uh, just one a little break here for our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Be right back. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners and buffoons, all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor a new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your Cover 2 defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. All right, Chris. Defensive side of the ball, buddy. Yeah, Jerry, defensive side of the ball, look, you know, um, no sacks, mm. no quarterback hits. Mm. I mean, Jerry. Terrible. All I'm going to say to you is, dude, they got away with it somewhat because Jameis Winston really doesn't have many weapons, you know. But that's not they're not going to get away with that with these guys coming up Sunday. I promise you that. Right. Okay? And we'll get into Dallas later on in a week. Um, you sound exhausted talking about it. Well, <laughs> the way you, you just know, said it. like I, oh, I just, I'm looking at all of Dallas' stats. I'm watching what they've done the first four games. Mm. And we're going to get into them. Now, we'll, we'll, let's talk about this victory, you know? Yeah. We'll get into them at the end of the week. But all I can say is, you know, you can't have that against Dak and these guys coming up. Jerry, so that's alarming, dude. Now, one, I mean, Lorenzo Carter, X-Men, have, are giving them nothing. They're not They're not taking the next step. They're not Jerry, taking I, the next I step. put on Twitter last night, holy crap, we missed Kyle Fackrell. Right, at least he had what eight sacks? What do you have last yeah, year, right? Yeah, seven or eight. Seven or eight, right? And and why not? Like I know you guys wanted to move Carter Coughlin to the middle, but can we try him now, rushing the passer? Well, Jerry, I mean, give the kid some reps on third <laughs> down because nobody else is getting there. No, they're not. You know, now the alarming thing to me in the defense, the missed tackles mm. was insane yesterday. How bad they were. Terrible. Obviously, the one play with Tyson Hill. We look like he broke 15 tackles. He broke about five, I think. Yeah, that was that was embarrassing, Jerry. Yeah, it was. It was Tay Crowder, Austin Johnson, Adoree Jackson, and James Bradbury all had clean shots at him. Not to mention anybody who had a passing shot at him. Yeah, and he looked like Jim Brown running. Yeah, in. He, I said he looked like Jim. You made him look like Jim Thorpe. Yeah, he looked like Earl Campbell or something. Yeah. Running. In. I mean, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, well, I mean, so many miss. Jerry, the official count as per. Pro football focus was 15. Jerry, I thought it was more than that, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to be honest with you. Did it's you, like 50. Right, Jerry? I thought it was more than that. That has to get straightened out big time. Judge already said today they're going to be working on a lot of stuff as far as that. I mean, you can't blame them, right? <laughs> no. Um, not getting to the quarterback. Now, you see Alvin Kamara yesterday, 120 yards. You know, they ran the ball pretty good. Mm. 
you know, hence why that time of possession was way more than us, right? Um, and yeah, 170 yards total. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, 120 on the ground. I think another. No, he had 120 on the ground. No, but I'm saying the whole team. I think it was 170. Oh, like a once. Yeah, yeah, like 170 on the ground. Right? And that's yeah. a lot of yards, dude. Yeah, it's terrible. you know, not good, no. uh, especially with, like I just said, with these guys coming up Sunday who, who really could run the ball. So, Jerry, um, obviously Blake Martinez missed big time yesterday, right? Crowded missing tackles. Reggie Ragland did played all right, you know. One kid who's been quiet. On the back end, to me, it was not making an impact at all. Is Xavier McKinney? I know, right? You know, he's not making an impact at all, right? Um, Bradbury, Adori, you know, Bradbury had the interception. Yeah, it was under underthrown. It was underthrown by. T- if that was Jameis, that's probably a touchdown. Touchdown. Yep. You know, it was underthrown by Hill. Kind of got a break there. Um, Peppers has been a liability in coverage. He gets beat for a touchdown yesterday again. Horrible. Um, so yep. the defense continues, Jerry, continues to be a major disappointment, man. And it's the, the part of the defense that we thought was not only going to be solid, we thought it was going to be very good, borderline excellent, right? The corners, the safeties. We always said the whole time, I don't know about this pass rush, we don't know where it's going to come from. We figured somebody would step up outside of a rookie. Um, but, yeah, it, the secondary, man, it, to me yesterday, like, I'm not just saying this to uh, – kiss up to the my co-host but i saw julian love is the most active guy out there yesterday <laughs> look they haven't played well in four games man no they haven't i mean and now you're gonna start giving up chunks on the ground you know it's gonna be ugly man you, you got some teams that are coming up the really good offense you know you know you're not seeing you know you're coming up with dallas and you got the rams you know these teams got weapons all over the freaking field you know and what I mean? early in the game you saw dexter lawrence make a couple plays but there's no consistency with it. That was it. It was two plays, and then you saw really nothing from anyone. Really, and then line. and then Danny Shelton was built like oh. you know a brick house. Danny he just gets pushed around like he, he just gets pushed around all over the place out there. I mean, yeah. every time he was in yesterday, he was getting blown off the ball. That's yeah. why I put it on Twitter. Like, it's come on now. What are we yeah. doing here? He's getting blown off the ball. Andrew Andreas P. blew him off the ball once. Two straight plays. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was. You know, you, you would think somebody, you think I slipped in there and put pants on the way he was blowing them off the ball, you know? I mean, come on. So, it goes to show you, folks, in football, you could be 6'4", 370 pounds, doesn't mean you could play football. Yeah. Not that he can't, but you know what I'm getting at. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're going to hold your gap and nobody's going to run on you. What, are you kidding me? Yeah. These guys are just as big over the opposite and they're athletic and they knock you, they'll knock you on your ass, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, you're talking about the defense. When when you talk about the, the coaching, right? We we, we pick on we, we don't we talk about the, the what Garrett does wrong. I, I have so much more leeway for Patrick Graham, Chris, because I don't know what he can do. Like if that, if I'm coaching that defense, at least if I'm coaching the offense, I say, all right, these are my weapons. You got to try and get these guys the ball. Blah blah blah. When you're coaching this defense, well, man's not working because your corners aren't playing well. Zone's not doing anything. You have no pass <laughs> rush. Like what is he supposed to do? Was he a magician? Like I, I don't know if I'm him. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I mean, he has the most leeway from anybody, for anybody for me right now. 
Yeah, guys just aren't playing well, Jerry. Right. You know, guys are just not playing well. Right. So when uh, people criticize Graham, it's almost like, guys, what do you want him to do? Uh, you know, he, 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 you got to beat the guy in front of you. You got to get to the quarterback. You, they just stop beating the guy in front of him. When he calls for a blitz, they don't get there. So I, no, nobody's getting there. Right. Yeah. Got some pressures, a few pressures, you know, but no quarterback hits during the game. I, I looked at every game, Jerry, every game this week that was played. There wasn't one team that didn't have zero that had zero quarterback hits. We're the only ones, the Giants. <laughs> and we won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's amazing. But but Jerry, that's that's the thing where you know you got away with it this week, but th- there's better offenses coming in. Oh yeah, know? dude. Yeah, yeah. Dallas scares and, the crap and, out of you me. You know, and the Giants offenses, you know, coming off a solid game, man. You know, but the defense, once again, after four weeks, gives up another late score. Yeah. Before the half. Yep. Right now, we said positive. They got two good stop. They got two key stops in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They do. Let's see if they build off that, Jerry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is quite a challenge coming up now, and Big D coming up. Let's see if they build off that. Yeah. You know, you got to hope they get some get. You know, they start building off that. But you know, the I the Austin Johnsons have been all right. You know, um, Shelton to me has been less than mediocre. Uh, Raymond Johnson, the kid they kept under, he wasn't even active last yeah, game, right. you know? Um, so, Jerry, Blake miss, Martinez. Missing Tomlinson, bud. You miss, but you know what, Jerry? Ricky keeps saying that. I know. But he's not here. No, he's I not know. here. I know. I know. You know, he's just not here. By the way, he had a sack yesterday. But he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know what? He, he, I know people see that on Twitter. and I, I've said it too, man. You know, he's really helped out Leo. Leo kind of misses him. But he's not here. Yeah. So he's not coming through the door. He's with the Vikes now for a few years. And and Jerry, you know, obviously the Blake Martinez dude is a huge loss. Cute. You saw it yesterday, yep. you know, and you're going to really see it this week with Dak and Tony Pollard. You know, I mean. Happy thoughts, Chris. We're not getting you know. the Dallas game yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm just saying Sorry, that Blake is I'm just a joking. big, Blake's a big loss. But no, but but look, dude, it's a nice comeback win. Let's see if they could build off that. You know what I mean? Um, because they go into Dallas, Jerry. And they knock off these guys who are playing really well right now, right? Then it's going to be a fun tailgate. Well, next I mean, week. it's going to be a fun October and November, right, dude? Right, right, right. right. And could it happen? Of course it could happen. You know what I mean? Of course it could happen. Let, you know, let's, you know. Um, but because you, you know what? You look at that and you might get Shep back this week and you might get Slayton back. But you got, you know, they got so much depth. I was thinking about yesterday, Jay, like Shep and Slayton didn't play. It was like really not that big of a deal, except for Shepard. I, I was going to ask you this question. But, I mean, but you got Tony, you got Galladay, you got. You know, if if Shepard comes back. Yeah. Oh, I love Shepard. You love Shepard, but. Don't mix it up, Jerry. Okay. In and out. In and out. All right. Look, you go to see. Look, Tony played. Because we um, saw Tony now get the ball. We're like, oh, that's a but, lot of fun Tony, to watch. Yeah, no, Jerry. Tony was in a slot, about yeah. 30 something plays. He was yeah. on the outside, about 20 plays. Yeah. That's what you'll see, Jerry. The kid's got to be on the field, dude. Then now, he's not going to be on the field 70 plays. but Okay, so for me, Slayton should be four. Six. I got Listen to me. Come on. I agree with you, brother. All right, good. Okay. Right now, yeah. it should be Galladay, yeah. Shep, and Slayton. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, Jerry. Uh, Galladay, Tony, and Shep. Yeah. But you got the, you know, Slayton's an outside guy, too, but you could throw Tony outside. Then you could throw Shep outside. They'll, they'll, they're going to have to work it out because Tony is now giving them an impact game. Yeah. You can't take impact plays off no, the field, dude. No, we always say that, right? We have nice players, but now you got a guy like Galladay who is clearly a oh, one, right? Yeah. He's a guy that wants the ball in the fourth quarter, came yeah. through big. Tony's exciting. It's like, guys, keep these guys on the field. Come on, you, you got you to work these guys in. Yeah. And I think Slayton becomes your four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was going to say, dude, maybe your five with John Ross. <laughs> so. Yeah, well... You know, Jerry, there's going to be, you know, there'll be packages for Ross as far yeah. as, you know, you're using him for, obviously, those big eight routes or nine verticals, and, you know, whatever else, and just having him on the field, you got to account for him. Don't forget yeah. that. Even yeah. if you line him on the outside, you got to account for him, dude. He'll blow yeah. by everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I look, Jerry, with the emergence of Tony now, mm. with the, I guess we could call it the emergence of John Ross a little bit, right? Yeah. I hate to say it, Mr. Slayton, but... Your reps are going to be decreased. You know? I mean, I think Ross got three targets and three catches. I don't know. <laughs> At least that's what I counted. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there were four targets. And he's a vertical threat. We talked about it before. That's Jones's game. He's got to get those verticals in, right? Yeah. And, and Galder, we all know what Kenny could do. 
I, I, Jeff, tell me you don't love his physicality. Too. Oh, when he bounced, was it bounced off Malcolm Jenkins for the in the? Uh, well, Malcolm bounced off him. Yeah, yeah, in the uh, on that the the game win the uh, game tying field goal drive. Yeah, I mean he's a physical dude. You see, even though he had the one offensive interference, but he's out there. He's I physical. He's physical. No, no, what I'm saying is he's a physical dude. He's out there. Yeah. He'll, he'll knock you. You know, what I mean? you know, what I mean? he's a physical guy, man. Yeah. And I tell you what, this kid Darius Tony, he's not the biggest kid. We all know that, but he plays physical, man. He looked bigger to me though than I was expecting. Isn't that weird? Like I was watching him, I'm like, he's jacked. Like he looks like a bigger kid. Well, he's a solid kid, man. Yeah. You are, I mean, the kid is a solid dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, he's just, I'm just talking about as far as size, you know, yeah, all that right. stuff. But no, he's a no, he's built like a rock. He's physical. Man. I've seen him, of course, yeah. numerous times. He he's yeah. a physical kid, and you know what? That doesn't mean crap if you don't play physical, Jerry. You know, right? But you saw right. yesterday, he has no problem playing physical, Tony. You know, you brought up Galladay with the penalty, Chris. That was only one of three. Cut that down, big time. That was huge. Cut yep. that down, um, huge. Um, you know, Judge. You know, obviously, that was stressed this week. Um, Jerry, I don't think the crowd was a factor at all. Not at all. Was it me, Jerry? Did you think that that really wasn't a loud crowd? Usually they're much louder down here. It, it was almost like it was almost loud. like they weren't into it, right? And you it, figured being back, they'd be insane. I, Jerry, for some reason, they didn't. Except for maybe a few times in the game, it would get a little. But other than that, they were yeah. usually like sixty minutes of wow, wow, yeah. wow. You know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear that yesterday, man. I mean, I saw a couple guys dressed in gold, and I was like, all right, but the, the, the noise wasn't anything. It yeah. didn't seem that loud. So, yeah, yeah. So crowd didn't bomb. Joe Judge uh, during the week this week actually had music blasting in the building mm. during team meetings. <laughs> guys were walking to team meetings. It was. Metallica blasting. It was Judge wanted to get them used to the noise. Yeah, that was the message. You know, get used to it. Um, that's what Judge does. He likes doing stuff like that. Um, and as far as management, you know, I thought Sean Payton, man, some of the things he did. I yeah. thought the, I thought the two verticals in a row that the one that was called back, of course, of a hold. Mm. Then he came right back there with Tyson Hill, not Winston, that, that Bradbury picked off. Mm. Usually you go two verticals in a row. I mean, you really, you never very rarely see that work. I thought that was a strange. And then that one challenge, Jerry, yeah, on the Barkley, that second down run. I was like, thank you for that. I'm like, Sean, why are you challenging that? <laughs> that you know, was Chris, very strange. I'm not calling him Mike Martz, but it seemed like Drew Brees kept Peyton from doing that stuff. Because Drew Brees was so good, and I'll admit right. Drew Brees was good, but he was so good yeah, I know, in the dome. In the dome, <laughs> Drew Brees was great. That he 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 was so good that he would keep the guy, keep like Tyson Hill off off the field, and keep Peyton from being his own worst enemy. Sometimes that's my right. theory on on Sean Payton. Yeah. He's like a mad scientist. Uh, Jerry, I just think sometimes he overthinks. I remember yeah. when he was the coordinator with the Giants on the fossil. A lot of times I used to go Muller F, and he used to be too cute. At sometimes he overthinks some play. He would do some things in a play. Like what are you doing? You know, right? Um, but the guy's a good offensive mind. We know that. Um, yeah. But I just thought that was very strange yesterday. He did that. You know. Um, so, Jerry, um, look, it's in this league, dude. It's not who you play. It's when you play them. Obviously, Jerry, if they would have played the same team a month from now, and then when he, and they would have Michael Thomas back, mm. probably a different story, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you play Carolina now. If, say you play Carolina now. The Giants played him in three, three weeks, I think. Three weeks, right, Jerry? Three weeks? So. Yeah. And they'll probably get McCaffrey back. But say he's not back. So now you're playing. And they're not the same offense without McCaffrey, okay? Right. right. It's not, you know, that's why when you look at the schedule, Jerry, even when the games start, you can't say, oh, loss, man, you know, oh, loss. It's, yeah. it's not who, it's when you play these teams, you know? You guys so, can't see me. I'm laughing because if they didn't win yesterday, Chris, I would have no idea when they play Carolina. But because they're one and three, right. I started looking at the schedule ahead and said, all right, who we got next? Right. Who we got after that? But right. if, if they went lost, I would have thought, I don't know, Carolina, they play them what? The end of the year, right. December? So Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and and Jerry, you know, it's it's weird because, you know, if they would have lost yesterday to the Giants, everybody would have been going crazy. And, and nobody would be giving them a chance Sunday, right? Nobody. Right. But now you go one and three. You beat a Saints team on the road. And now people are like, well, why can't we beat Dallas, right? And now it's like, right. oh, why right. can't we go in there Sunday and beat them, right, Jerry? Yeah, and you think that the defense would have a little bit of a chip saying, look, the offense clearly carried us, I mean, mm -hmm. really, for three games. We lost two of them, but and especially in this one. You know, you have some pride, guys. I know that you're going up against a, a lot of weapons, but 
Why, like you said, why not us, man? Yeah, and you look at it like, okay, you know, why can't we go into Dallas and knock them off, right? Right. And it's like that, you know, the league changes constantly. You know, uh, you know, Jerry, you look at the Ram game, and the Rams got a better team, no question about it. But mm. two weeks ago, you looked at that Ram game, said the Giants have no chance of beating this team, mm-hmm. and then the Rams get smoked by Arizona yesterday. Isn't that amazing. That's amazing. So now you look at it like, oh, all right, well, calm down with the Rams, right? I mean, that's the way this league is, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's week by week. I say that a million times. So. Two weeks ago, you looked at the Dallas game and said, you know, if they lost to the Falcons, you looked at the Dallas game and you say, we're going to get destroyed. They got, you know what I mean? Right. And now you look at it like, you know, and you look what Dallas did yesterday, and you, know, you look at it in the Giants, you say, okay, why can't we go into Dallas and knock them off, right? Yeah. Right. Daniel's playing well. Saquon looks like he's got his wheels under him now. He looks like he's got it going. Yeah. Galladay's involved. You got the kid Tony involved. The offensive line's playing pretty well. And you say to yourself, Okay, why can't we go in there and put 30 spot on him? Right. And believe me, you could put a 30 spot on his defense. Especially you know, that secondary. So. Yep. So one uh, more question on Judge. When he punted with nine minutes to go, what I had no you problem with that. Time? Really? Okay. Was that the fourth and seven? I think it was fourth. They were like I, a midfield. They were on midfield. Yeah, that, was it fourth and seven, though, Jerry? I think it was fourth. I think so. I mean, I don't it wasn't it wasn't like fourth and one. No, 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 no. It was like right. at least fourth and five. Something like yeah. that. It was at least yard. There was some yards to it, I remember. Yeah. It was a long distance, third, fourth down. Um, which could be five yards or more, you know, along this. Uh, Jerry, I got to be honest with you, dude. Uh, I know people were going cra- Did you go crazy with that? The only reason I didn't like it be- was because the defense hadn't stopped them really yet. Like, they hadn't come up with a stop in a while. Right. Right. And it was like, you're going to depend on your defense to get the ball back. And right. they did, so it was the right call. I mean, especially right. if they don't get it on there and it's four- they, get- they get six yards or five and then the Saints get it at, like, the 50. But I just I didn't trust the defense at all. So hey, right. it turned out right. But Jerry, if if it was fourth and two or something, I would have been I would have been like, are you freaking kidding me? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. But I just thought it was a little too long because Jerry, the way I was thinking about it, like, why why are people going crazy over this? Because there's a lot of time left, as you know, as it yeah. turned out, right? There's nine minutes. And left. then Jerry, fourth and seven, fourth and six, whatever it was, it's tough. It's difficult to make. Not that it's impossible, but it's difficult. Yeah. And if you don't, Jerry. The game's over. Yeah, it's true. Like, like Jerry, if there was five minutes left in the game, you got to go for it. There's no, there's no questions asked. Right. But there was like ten or eleven, whatever it was. It was nine something. Yeah. Nine something. Okay, yeah. it was nine something. Yeah. I had no problem with Jerry because if you don't make it right there, yeah. dude, it's over. Right. So I, but I understand the other point of view. Like, how can you leave it? You know, even if you pin them deep, the defense can't really get stops. You know, and all that. But they did. I, yeah. But situational football. Jerry, I yeah. thought that was the right decision. And I'm not saying that because it worked out. You know me, Jerry. If I, if no, I would have said that, I'm Usually wrong, you wrong. tweet it when you think the other Right. Way. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, I would have been all over it, right? I would have been tweeting it if I thought it was a stupid move, right? I would have been like, right. what are you doing, right? Right. I thought it was the right move. Yeah. It's situational football there. I thought Joe made the right decision, and it did work out for him. Obviously, if the Saints would have went down the field, Jerry, kicked it on the field, eat up seven minutes on the clock, yeah. he would have got destroyed over it. But I thought at the time it was the right move. Um. All right, yeah, man. Um, we covered, I think, everything. What you know, bothers you, dude? I mean, when you look at it, even only one, like and besides that, I mean, the missed the, tackles, Jerry, the, the was defense, the biggest Chris, thing that stuck in my... What, Jerry? Defense is a complete mess. We, we yeah. can't get a pass rush. Yeah. yeah. We can't cover. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't even know. Like I said, like, I don't know what... Pat, I don't know what I would do if I was Patrick Graham. And what's aggravating me is not, like, not that you're bringing in Carl Banks off the bench, but... Can we try Carter Coughlin at least? Because no one else can get there. The rookie can, but what, was he going to get a sack every game and end up with 17 sacks? That wasn't realistic. Yeah. I mean, O'Shane Zimenez, you said it. And Lorenzo Carter, I wrote this exact same thing. They're not getting there. They're not doing anything. Very dis- you know, I thought Low Carter was going to be have a really solid season. And he hasn't done much, bro. No, he, nothing. He has been a disappointment this is one of the kids they were relying on to get the quarterback right this is one of the kids right and he got about 32 snaps or whatever the hell he got and 40 snaps maybe tops and, and he's not doing it they're no. not getting the job done right when they're blitzing from the slot they're blitzing in the a's or b's they're not getting there jerry yeah they're just not getting and it. like and- you said they let Kyler factor go because they figured one of these guys would step up but man i'd love to have him back on this team so, so I, I, I know right jerry who, who yeah. thought you'd miss him Right, and you know, and you know, and somebody tells me last night, well, you know, the Saints have one of the best offensive lines of football. Don't forget that. And I said, well, slow down, slow down. Teron Armstead didn't play. Right, right. 
Eric McCoy didn't play. Yeah. They had put Caesar Ruiz over the center. They they put uh Vock Morton at right guard and Maurice Hur- and Hur- James Hurst was playing left tackle. Yeah. They had backups in there, dude. Right. You gotta take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. So don't give me this crap. Uh, look, uh, if it was Toronto, if it was Austin playing McCoy, they had the whole five, I'd be like, yeah, it's, it is one of the best offensive lines. I'll give you that. Even though there's no excuse for no quarterback hits anyway. Please, give me a break. Even with you're you're going to see that lines. next Sunday. Like but, I, I, That's what scares me. Like, we couldn't do it yesterday. I would, you know, Dak's going to be able to do his taxes back there when he drops back to pass, for God's sake. Yeah, Jerry, let me tell you something, dude. They're playing at a high level, these guys up front for Dallas. But, but Jerry, so, so that's like, what bothers me, dude. It, it's the defense is just it's, it's bad. Jerry, right it's bad. four games, and it's like, they're not showing any signs of last season, right? Not at all. Looks like a completely different unit. Right? And we I have mean, that second corner that should make everything easier. Yeah, I mean, it's always playing all right, but, you right. know, uh, you know, one time I, I even put it on Twitter, let me know when you want to get physical, Dory, because he kind of gave this oh, half-ass tackle. Called him out on it. Called you know? him out on it, absolutely. Um, sure. You know, Pep is who really, look, Pep played at a Pro Bowl level the second half of last season, Jerry. Yep, he's nowhere that. near that this year. Not at all. He's not making any impact when he's out there. No. Zero. No, he was fooled horribly on that 15-yard touchdown. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, we all know he wasn't the best co- uh, cover guy, but he's getting exposed this year, dude. But he always had, like you said, I think you said it last year, he always had bad technique, but he had the physical tools, and it just seems like this year he looks slow to me. I don't uh, know. Uh, uh, Jerry, uh, he always had questionable technique bad tech, and, yes. and that improved at the end of last year but right. this year dude this Stop year is like right back yeah you know i, I you know four games i'm waiting for xavier to, to make a little bit more of an impact he's not no you know logan ryan's been pretty good you know um but man i tell you jerry if we would have talked in august and said chris we're gonna have a podcast in october let's say the fourth jerry on october 4th and we'll be talking about how bad the defense is. I would have said, Jerry, what do you want, crack? You know, yeah. I would be like, what's wrong with you, dude? And Chris, you know? on the other side of that, the offensive line is going to be fine, and Daniel Jones is going to look like yeah. the real deal. <laughs> Which goes to show you, right, Jerry? You just don't know until you start playing the games. Bro. No, you really don't. You really don't know. You know, so, um, look, Leo Williams had 11 and a half sacks this year. This year after four, he's got one, and that was a cover sack. He's gotten his usual some pressures, but he has to step it up, Jerry. He's got to start disrupting the pocket, dude. You yeah. know, he's not. Yeah, because yeah. he's not coming from anywhere. Right and he's not getting no help from anybody else. Nope. You know, he's not getting any help from anybody. Because, because Dalvin, although we just said, listen, he's not here. But how many times did he disrupt the pocket too? Right? Yep. yep. And, and Austin Johnson's, um, who am I missing, Jerry? Oh, Dex. Look, Dex, Dex is getting some pressures on that, but no sacks yet. No. You know? He's not getting much help. And you thought maybe some of the edge guys, Aziz has got three sacks, you know, uh, you know, but he's a he's a kid, Jerry. He's not gonna go out there. He's not Lawrence right. Taylor. Sorry. Right. He's not gonna go out right. there and get 15 sacks his first year. Right. It's not happening, dude. You know? So Yeah, and I would have liked to have seen Cam Brown, what he can do, what he's hurt. It's just like it's not gonna come from anywhere now. Like unless you play give Carter Coughlin a shot, you know, unless Carter and Zimenez turn it on, this is what we got. And it's it's scary going uh like the next two weeks going against the, the yeah. Cowboys and the Rams. Jerry, in my opinion, dude, I don't I don't think there's any question. You have to get Coughlin some snaps on third down. What did he do to not I, get a shot here? I, I mean, to me, did he forget how to play the outside because you moved him to the set to the middle? I don't know. Because because it's just common sense because nobody else is doing anything, you know. Exactly. So get get caught. He flashed at times last year. I'm not saying he's the answer. I'm not saying he's gonna get you ten snaps. But, I mean, am I crazy? Like, you, no. nobody else is doing the job. Get him some reps in it. I said if you play him, he could be a five to eight sack guy. He could be your fackerel. And if you want to play him in the middle, play him there. Just get him in. Have him do something. Because what, what doing now is not working. All I saw in training camp and, and the three preseason games was him shoot eight gap blitzes. Right, right. So, I what mean, to, to me, if I'm doing judge right now and I'm in a facility with Patrick, I'm like, Pat, we got to get this kid out there because – Unless me and you're going to get to the quarterback, nobody else is. If they if he plays this week, do you know they listen to the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I'm calling it. <laughs> so, like Garrett did last week, Jerry, with the verticals all yes. over the place, <laughs> and the arm, and the what the uh, the zone reads two weeks ago or against <laughs> against Washington. That's weird. All of a sudden, we can't stop doing the zone read after we bitched about it for you know 45 <laughs> minutes. 
Those guys, I know they're listening, right? Jay? What I the know. hell? You, you think they hey. give us a little credit once in a while? You know what I mean? Come I mean, on, Judge. Yeah, so uh, post game, I, I want to thank the uh, Giant Insider podcast. <laughs> Imagine that. That'd so, be awesome. So that's where. Uh, look, Jerry, good win. You know, yeah, nice comeback so win. You go in overtime. You take the ball. Boom. You go down the field, and you knock your team off in a hostile environment yeah. on the road. We all know that, right, Jerry? Your own three. See, look, Jerry. Let's face it, man. That season was basically on the line with that overtime game. Uh, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Because if you lose yesterday in overtime, your own four gets Dallas and Iran. Dude, we're already it's talking about draft picks. I mean, are you kidding me? And we you know don't I mean? want to talk about that yet, man. Nah, not yet, Jerry. It's not even freaking Halloween yet. I mean, you know, oh, come on. Uh, you know, I just put my Wolfman out there yesterday. I mean, I just did it yesterday. I mean, well, you know, what the hell are we doing here? You know what I nice. mean? Nice. You know, so come on, man. We know, are we really going to talk about that nonsense? You know, no. but they, if they would have lost, Jerry, yes, they would be talking about, oh, Chris, what do you think draft pick? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on. To. If they lost yesterday, they would go to one a week because we get too many questions about drafts. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, so so now you, now you're one and three, and, and you're playing a tough team that's playing well, and you're feeling good about yourselves, Jerry. No matter what, they're feeling good about themselves right now. You know? Hey, dude, um, so. sent out the tweet this morning. Happy Monday, Giant fans. 700 likes, so everybody's feeling pretty was good. It? Was it yeah. 700 yeah. likes? Wow. Yeah, you, I you, I, the one you said yesterday about Jones, I think, got like 12 or 1,300 or something ridiculous. Holy crap, really? Yeah, it's I didn't even know that, dude. Well, it, it's like – I got to start looking at this Twitter stuff. No, like when tweet. the Giants win, it's just better for business. <laughs> yeah, but, the, you know, it's everybody. You know, the organization and yeah. uh, Daniel's got I – mean, you know what? Before we leave, Jerry, how about Daniel? I mean – no, yeah. You know, if and I put something out there on Twitter before on purpose. Like I put, look, he's not perfect, right? We know that. Yeah. But he's getting it, yeah, right? right? He's getting it. You can see it. And if you don't feel good about him now, you're just a hater. You know, you just I a think hater. he needed a game-winning drive like that because he hasn't had absolutely. one since the other Tampa game, since that absolutely. first Tampa game. Yeah, absolutely. Four hundred yards, Jerry. Four oh two. You know, four hundred <laughs> yards, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's no matter who you play, that's still a damn good game, brother. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, you know, and they do have a secondary with a pro bowler on one side of the field. Yeah. And, and, he, and, and, and a giant killer playing safety. I was just going to say the two time Super Bowl champion and a giant killer playing safety. Right. right. You know? <laughs> and a pretty damn good inside linebacker, Demario Davis, uh, and a pretty good edge guy, Cameron. You know, so, you know, it wasn't like it was a bunch of tomatoes out there, dude. Yeah. We haven't beaten Malcolm Jenkins in like six, seven years. <laughs> right. So. Uh, so, but he, he looked—he looked comfortable too yesterday. And the line helped yeah. him with that. But he just looked the part yesterday too. Like he was hitting everybody. And I, Lisa, I apologize. What'd you do now? He's—he's he's more accurate than Eli. Oh, he is. I'm not saying he's his clutch, but he's—he's he's an accurate passer, Chris. I can't, I, Lisa. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, maybe you and Jerry should meet and settle this. <laughs> Talk it out, you know. Have have a cup of uh, Lisa. Get him some black coffee. He doesn't know what the hell it is, probably. But Bring uh, get, him some, get him some black coffee. Get him a canole, Lisa, and talk it out. That's all I could say. You know, no violence. I know you want to stab him. Talk it out, Lisa. Go, Jerry. What is your problem? You know, and let Jerry say, well, this is my problem. You know, back in two thousand five, we lost this game the third week of the year. I still hold it against. You know, whatever you got to talk about. Sounds about right. You talk about, because Lisa, as you know, I don't get involved in this war between you and Jerry with Eli Manning. <laughs> now, my point is, he's, he looks very, he's very accurate. And he's, he's, given time, you can see all the tools coming together. It's very exciting to see this. Yeah, 60, look, Jerry's at a career high 67%. Yeah. Uh, a completion, I think he's 66.8 to be exact. You know, I'm sure somebody be like on Twitter, a 66 point, you know, the gotcha people, you know. Yeah. Um, 67% best ever. Um, one interception in four yeah, games that we all know. interception. That was a Hail Mary, man. Yeah, you don't even count that, right? No. Um, Shouldn't count against your so, QBR either. <laughs> right, Jerry. So, look, a lot of positive stuff, man, out, yeah. out, of, out of Daniel. A lot yeah. of positive stuff, bro. Yep. But, the defense, whoo, Jerry, I didn't think we'd be talking about this, but the no. defense has to get straightened out. These guys got to step it up to another level, dude. Yep. Especially this week coming up, brother. They're going to get blown out of this building, I'm telling you. Well, we'll enjoy this, and then we'll preview the Cowboys, what, Wednesday, right? 
Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, probably Wednesday, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll be happy for another forty-eight hours or so till we start talking about that. <laughs> so, can I tell you my day tomorrow? Yeah. All right. So tomorrow I'm gonna play some golf, and I'm probably not gonna play a good round. Why? Because my team up in Fenway oh. are playing the one, the one game playoff against the Yankees. Can't believe you're bringing it up. And I'll be thinking about that all day. I, okay. I was going to ask you this. So now that you're talking about it, <laughs> is this like, okay, Giants play. All right. What's the, what's a comparable? If it's week 17 and they're playing Dallas or the Philly win and get in. Mm. But now compared to tomorrow, Red Sox, Yankees, what are you more ner- nervous for? Red Sox, Yankees. Yeah, I figured that. Red is Sox. it because it's the Yankees too? Oh no! Well, I guess that always yeah adds it to, but it could be it could have been the Red Sox Mariners. It'd be the okay. same thing. But obviously, the Yankees adds a little more. Yes, I mean, yeah. I'm still looking for payback for '78, so I'm looking yeah. for the payback tomorrow, Foley, yeah. for 1978 when you got gonna, lucky. I was going to you. You weren't even born yet. What you? I was three years old. Okay, so you don't remember how lucky your team was in '78, <laughs> especially when okay. Remy hit that single. Forget about Bucky then. When Remy hit that single, you know, just quickly before we sign off, you know, everybody talks about the Bucky Dent. That made it 3 2. Hmm. But the big home run was Reggie Jackson later on yeah. in the seventh inning. He made right. it 5 2 because the final yeah. score was 5 4. Right. Okay, you Yankee buffoon fans. Oh, Bucky Dent! Bucky Dent! Uh, Reggie Jackson hit the key homer in that game. I know, but the, it okay. was very unlikely that Dent, who choked yeah, the ball, I, 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 I know that. You don't have to remind me. Okay, so, <laughs> but the big play, too, that just shows you how the Yankees had. Boston, you know what, luck back then, okay? Yeah. When Remy hit that single to right, dropped in front of Pinello, who had no idea where the ball was, and he right. went like this. Right. Because if, if it gets by Pinello, the game's tied. Yeah. And you guys are going down the shit ball. I'll tell you that right now. Right. But, you know, Pinello, with his eyes closed, stayed with his stick. All of a sudden, one hop. I mean, it was yeah. the luckiest play. Yeah. But those days are over, Foley. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. look at me. Look at me. It's 4-1 to one World Series of this century. And it's payback for 1978 tomorrow night. <laughs> I was not even going to text you from now until maybe Wednesday and say, hey, what time tonight? And if, and if, the, if the Red Sox lost, I was probably just going to let you text me. I'm, like, I'm not even going to bother him today. Oh, I don't even, I don't even bother you. I, I don't bother you. Know, well, it's, it's, you're passionate but, about the Red Sox. I don't mess but, with you. But um, let's put it this way. It's going to be very intense around my household tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Do you have any yeah. Yankee fans in the family or no? No. No. Okay. No, I brainwashed everybody. There you go. Totally nice. brainwashed them, you know. Yeah. I'm nice. worse than the guy that upstate did. I brainwashed about 500 women. What about that guy's name? Was? You know, yeah, no. no you're not. Uh, so. my, my kids are in lockstep with me. Giants, uh, Giants, Rangers, Yankees. So they know better or they're kicked out. <laughs> anyway. There you go. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> Anything else, pal? No, so good giant win, Jerry. One and three. We'll talk about the Cowboys later on in the week, what we feel they have to do to get this win. Yeah. Um, Daniel, hey, I think Saquon, I think you're going to see more of the Saquon now than you used to. And Daniel, dude, got to feel good about number eight. Right, Jerry? So. Absolutely right. Yep. And I'm happy for him, too, because the kid works his ass off. Yep. And I feel good about Kenny Galladay getting more involved and obviously the number one pick. Yep. Uh, and Kadarius of what he brings because – Hey, Jerry, just quickly before we, before we leave, he's the type of kid, every time he gets the ball in his hands, you're like, whoa. You, yeah, you, you don't want to miss it. Fun to watch. You do not want to miss we'll it because you don't TV. know what he's going to do, right? Yep, yep. He's that type of talent. Like, this kid yep. could – some of the moves yesterday, I, I, oh, my God. I was like, saw it for the first time last yeah. week, and then yeah. I think it was the second catch yesterday where I was like, oh, my God. Like, And, and there's, a, there's a still of him where all that rubber's kicked up mm. on, on Twitter. It's yeah. a, an amazing shot. Yeah. But that's what that's what he does. Like, I mean, yeah. the footwork on him is insane. Yeah. Jerry's the number one pick. He's electrifying. Yeah, the kid's getting it. Uh, if that means less playing time, less reps for Slayton, and so be it. Because this kid, you can't take kids that are making an impact off the field. And he made an impact yesterday. You cannot give him twenty three reps next game because Slayton's back or whatever. The hell. It's Shep, Tony, and Galladay, in my opinion, Jerry. They'll make it work. One slot, slot yeah. outside, slot outside. Two, you know, twelve personnel. When they go 11, they'll make it work outside because but Tony's got to be on the field, dude. Got to be on the he, field. Who does he remind you of? <sighs> Jerry, he reminds me, I, I mentioned it before, um, he reminds me a lot of Dante Hall back in, with the That's way he one. moves with those feet. 
That's a good Well, one. you have somebody in mind, Jerry? I thought he reminded me of a little bit of Odell. When he gets the ball in his hand, he's just electric. I'm not saying catch-wise, like one hand and all well, that. Well, but when he gets the ball in his hand, you're like, I got to see what he's doing. Well, you know what, Jerry? He's like a... He, uh, Dante Hall's a good one. I didn't think He's like one. a different type than Odell. Like, Odell uh, will get a slant and he's gone. You know? Right. O- Odell right. will beat you on a vertical. He's so damn fast. Yeah. Right. Like, he's like... How can I compare? No, Dante Hall is good because he's very shifty. Kadarius is like an electrified, like a more electric Odell in a different yeah. way. Like, yeah, that's fair. Like he yeah. does it like with his feet. He'll make three guys. Like Odell will make you miss because of his speed. True. He gets in space and he's gone. Right. This kid Tony could have two guys in front of him and still make them miss yeah, and get right. to the sticks. Right. It's like a, they're both electric, in my opinion. Obviously, Kadarius just started. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, know Odell. Sure. But they both bring that electricity, just a little different forms, Jerry, yeah, you know? Yeah, but yeah. both could get the same result. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, they just do the little. Dante Hall was a good call. Little, but Dante Hall had those shifty feet, you know? Yeah. I, I, there's five you, guys around him, and you're like, how did he get out of that? Jerry, in my opinion, we have time, Jerry? Yeah. In my opinion, Devontae Adams of the Packers has the best feet off yeah. the line of scrimmage in the league. Yeah. Not to mention he's a dynamic route runner. Mm-hmm. But he has the, probably the best release in the league. You watch mm-hmm. Don, Devontae's feet when he releases. He's probably got the best in the league. Yeah. Route runner-wise, he's right up there. You're going to see one Sunday, by the way, with Amari. He's one of the mm-hmm. best route runners, too. But yeah, yeah. Route, you know, Jerry, but this kid, you look at Kadarius' feet, man. I mean, he's like right up there with Adams, the way he with those feet, getting off that line. And then when he gets the ball, the yak. I think I wrote it. I think I put it on Twitter. He had like 51. Hold on. Yeah. I think he had like 51. Yak yards, right? Yeah, yeah. Egalde had 50. Tony had 51 yak. This is what you're going to get at this kid, dude. This, you, uh, you're not tackling this kid in the open field, dude. I mean, what? it's going to be tough. And we haven't so. had yak in a very long time. Yeah, we've got yeah. a couple of yakers now, dude. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so. Nice. Good stuff. So. All right, dude. Excellent job as always, man. It's nice to have a winning podcast for the first time in, a seems like, uh, 10 years. But very good. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And, Chris, um, I don't really mean it, but good luck tomorrow. Hang in there. Yeah, listen, it's, it is what it is. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow, probably. Yeah. It means but, uh, more to you than it does to me. <laughs> I'll give you that, man. <laughs> I, I've got to be honest with you, dude. It's not that I'm rooting against the Yankees. I'm just saying, in a way, it's like it just means more to you. It's not that if it was Rangers, I'd say, all right. Rangers Devils. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc